0: Well, good afternoon uh, or evening. Whenever you are listening to this CHP Talks, I'm Rod Taylor, National Leader of the Christian Heritage Party of Canada. And my guest today is Ron Gray, former leader of CHP Canada for 13 years. Uh, And uh, I, of course, think he did a marvelous job. And uh, And I think you're doing a marvelous job. Thank you. It's a real privilege. Uh, Ron is not in retirement. He is uh, looking after the world from his uh, vantage point there and uh, keeping us informed about a lot of things. One of the recent things that has come up, and uh, Ron, thanks for joining us today, but one of the things that has recently come up is, uh, well, C10, which was passed in the middle of the night uh, by the House of Commons and C36, which is on the books. Uh, and these are terribly uh, horrifying thoughts that these, these might become law and dictate our ability to communicate, especially through the internet. So Ron, I'm gonna ask you to, uh, we, I think we've talked a bit about C10 before the fact that they passed it in the middle of the night is one uh, terrible aspect of that, and shows how how much they fear the truth. They they want to push things through and not have open and honest debate. But now this C36 is looming, and I'm going to ask you to talk about those two bills a little bit.
1: All right. Well, Rod. First of all, let me give you the good news. The good news is that both of these bills have have passed the House, but have gone to the Senate, and there is every possibility that they could die on the order paper in the senate because the senate is going i think today june 30th the senate rises for its summer recess tomorrow dominion day <laughs> and we can go into some other time why you and i prefer to call it dominion day rather than canada day but it is he yeshua jesus should have will have dominion from sea to sea that's what that's what our founding fathers decided.
0: Anyway. absolutely. And before you launch there, Ron, I'll just say that I'm not in my at my desk in my normal office setting for this talk. I'm actually in Ottawa, in a home, and uh, I'm here to celebrate Dominion Day tomorrow. Uh, by the time folks see this uh, CHP talks, it will already have taken place. But we will be celebrating Dominion Day and the nation of Canada and our Christian heritage and our need to preserve and protect freedom. Uh, and in- to
1: continue with the good news, if our viewers will pray and ask God to exercise every option to prevent these, from pa- these two bills, B- Bill C-10 and Bill C-36, ask the Lord to... Pre- prevent them from passing and becoming law because they are truly wicked laws now c10 purported to protect us from disinformation on the internet uh, and that whole thing it 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 was it is a wicked bill I it it purported to protect us from disinformation on the internet. Now, disinformation isn't defined, it's simply whatever those who have drafted these laws don't like, which is to say our Liberal Cabinet and Heritage Minister Stephen Gilbo, if they don't like it, they would have the authority to ban it from the internet. That's bad enough. But this bill, C-36, also from the pen of Stephen Gilbeau, takes us into a a previously untouched area. Actually, it's an area of fantasy fiction. There was a movie starring Tom Cruise. The movie was called Minority Report. And the, the theme of that was that sometime in the future, read now in Canada, there's a government that wanted to control not only what people said, but what they thought. And not only what they did, but in the police force of that future time, there was a department of pre-crime prevention. This Bill C-36 moves us into the territory of pre-crime convention. It's, it says that if you do anything that is hateful, or let me see, I get the. Blah, 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 blah. Um, well, it, it, it says it's aimed at def, uh, countering online hate, but hate is defined in this bill as the emotion that involves detestation or vilification and that is stronger than dislike or disdain. But hatred is not incited solely because it discredits, humiliates, hurts, or offends. In addition, the bill would amend the Canadian Human Rights Act to make it a discriminatory practice to communicate hate speech through the internet, where it is likely to foment detestation or vilification. Now. The vagueness of this is very, very dangerous. Um, let, me, let me try and build an example of this. Supposing I were to say Stephen Gilbeau is um, a political, left-wing political activist and a dangerous man. And, I, and I'm likely to write something like that at some point, Stephen Gilbeau would be able to go to some, and he could choose the judge or, or magistrate or even a police force and say, I think this guy, Ron Gray, is about to commit a hate crime against me. Then they are, they, the judge or the police are then authorized to arrest me and bring me before a judge for a preliminary hearing and the judge, and it could be a judge who has just recently been appointed by the uh, by the Trudeau government, like, for example, David Lametti, our Minister of Justice, you know. Um, so. then let me read again from the act a person may with the attorney or with, a person may with the attorney general's consent lay an in information before a provincial court judge if the person fears on reasonable grounds that another person will commit future an offense under section 318 or section 319 those are the existing hate crime legislation um, or an offense under subsection 430, bracket 4.1, right? or C, an offense motivated by bias, prejudice, or hate based on race, national, or ethnic origin, language, color, religion, sex, age, mental or physical disability, sexual orientation, gender identity, or expression, or any other similar factor. Now, the judge who gets that information can cause the parties, that's me, to appear before a provincial court judge. And if the provincial court judge is satisfied by the evidence that the informant has a reasonable grounds for the fear, not that that there's evidence that the accused is preparing to commit a crime, but that the informant has a reasonable grounds for fear. The judge can order the defendant to enter into a recognizance to keep the peace and be of good behavior for a period of not more than 12 months, although there's another section later that that can be extended for two years. If the person does not agree to enter into that recognizance, The Provincial Court judge can put them in prison for a a year. And then, uh, if they do agree to enter into the recognizance, the judge can require the defendant to wear an electronic monitoring device, require the defendant to return to and remain at their place of residence at specified times require the defendant to abstain from the consumption of drugs or alcohol or other intoxicating substance. Well, that wouldn't bother me. But require the defendant to provide for the purpose of analysis, a sample of bodily substance. They can ask for your blood or your DNA. and. Prohibit the defendant from communicating directly or indirectly with any person identified in the recognizance that, that, you know, you could be named in my recognizance and I wouldn't be allowed to talk to you. My lawyer could be named in it and I wouldn't be allowed to talk to him. And
0: I noticed, Ron, when I was looking through it, that the uh, person filing the complaint uh, can be kept anonymous Yes. So that you have no opportunity to confront your accuser or even know who that accuser is. It can be so nebulous as so much of uh, the way the charter has been applied by left wing secular judges that it's all up to them. So what what uh, they think uh, would cause detestation or vilification is entirely different from what we might call that. And, and then, then the yeah. provincial court yeah. judge can
1: ban you from owning any firearm, any firearm, a crossbow, uh, and uh, there's a list of restricted weapons, the de- prohibited device, ammunition, explosive substance, or all of those things. So, So they can take away, and they can, in fact, seize any if you have a gun they can seize it or if you have a crossbow, or anything like that and here's a, a a really bizarre piece of legislation if the provincial court judge does not add a condition described in subsection seven that's the the guns and all that the judge shall include in the record a statement of his reasons for not adding it hmm. so The judge is to to add those restrictions, or else explain why. And and remember, these, our entire judiciary, I mean, we've talked before about the fact that we have to take some powers away from the PMO, the prime minister's office, because among other things, all appointments to the judiciary come through the PMO. All appointments to the Senate come through the PMO. All appointments of uh, ambassadors and like envoys from Canada to other nations come through the I mean, it is so much. Did you remember the Justin Trudeau? once said at a liberal fundraising, I have a certain admiration for the basic dictatorship of China. Yeah. What he's doing now is bringing that dictatorship to Canada.
0: Right, yeah.
1: And, and he's already got parliament wrapped up, penned into his ideological straitjacket And now he's adding the judiciary to his ideological straitjacket. This is incredibly disturbing because it means that someone just fearing that another person will commit a hate propaganda offense or a hate crime can initiate a project that would result in someone facing a severe loss of freedom or financial damage, all without that person having actually committed any crime. And not to mention, as as you said, the well, first, the fact that the definition of hate propaganda and hate crime are so vague that you could drive a truck through it, and you're not allowed to confront your accuser, or even to know who that accuser is. I, Spencer Fernando says, this is the kind of legislation you would expect to see in an anti-democratic communist state that is seeking to create wide pretexts to arrest or punish whomever the government feels has stepped out of line with the official government message. Fernando says, uh, This is, in the eyes of the Trudeau government, a feature, not a bug. (laughs) So with C-10 and C-36, there is no doubt whatever that the Trudeau government is attacking the freedom of speech, the freedom of opinion, freedom of thought. I mean, this virtually, virtually verges on going into thought crime. And, and you can go to jail under this, or you can go into house arrest with restrictions on whom you may speak to and what you may speak about.
0: And of course but, you can be forced to uh, enter a treatment program to indoctrinate you and correct your uh, politically incorrect uh, uh, point of view. Every aspect of what this government is doing. First of all, they feed and foster their own myopic worldview through uh, you know giving money to the uh, National broadcaster, CBC and other uh, media sources that align with them. And now, in case any, uh, anyone out there would do it on their own time, on their own dime uh, and talk about some of these things that the government doesn't want the public thinking about, now they're going to come after you for uh, using your own resources to try to get a message out that they are going to arbitrarily determine to be hate speech.
1: You notice how adroitly the government has done this. You started, you know, you mentioned the CBC, right? They give them a billion and a half dollars a year. The CBC is bigger than all the independent news media in Canada combined. It, it is the elephant in the room, okay? If you were a young journalist, as once I was, and you wanted to progress in your craft, you would take note and your editors would take note of what you wrote and how does it fit with the majority news media in the country, i.e., The CBC. If you really want to advance your career, you're going to write according to what they say. Then Justin Trudeau shored that up by creating this $595 million slush fund, which gives funds to publications and broadcasters, private publications and broadcasters, whom the government regards as reliable. Reliable meaning conforming to the liberal agenda so now he's got the entire news media swept up except for little independent things like chp speaks like rebel news like Blackstock news like true north news those are all little little fighters in this that that insist on adhering to the old journalistic principles that the reporter should see and report what he or she sees and keep his own opinions out of it and let the reader decide for themselves. That's gone by the boards. Mm -hmm. Now we have the, the entire news media as tame house puppets, of the federal government now the federal government then can move in on the last vestiges of of free news and free thought the internet and and with this blanket kind of legislation it is utterly immoral legislation that would rob us of our right to free speech free thought freedom of association and it, to enforce it it would that enable enable us to be put in jail or under house arrest, to have any weapons that we have confiscated, they are reducing Canadians to serfs. Now let me come back to the Dominion Day message, which we say, in which we declare, hey, Jesus, God's King Messiah, shall have dominion from sea to sea. And nobody, no Justin Trudeau, no Stephen Gilbo, is allowed to trample on the rights that God has given us. Amen. Amen. That's where we're at. And it is very important that people write to their MPs. I know the MPs have already voted on this, but also write to senators. And you can get a list of the senators off the internet. Write to them all and tell them that this is driving a stake through the heart of Canadian democracy, and it must be forbidden. But as I stated at the beginning of this interview, above all, please go to the Supreme Judge of all the earth and plead with him to act in our defense. He is our hope of freedom, and our hope of righteous living as Canadians.
0: Amen. As it says, as you and I have quoted many times, the preamble of the Charter says, Canada is founded on principles that recognize the supremacy of God and the rule of law. So, the- In that order, by the way. <laughs> yeah, the First the supremacy of God, of God and then the rule of law. His the-
1: law supersedes our law.
0: Amen. 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 Yeah. and rule of law, of course, should apply equally to all Canadians, not just those who happen to agree with uh, Prime Minister Trudeau's uh, point of view on yeah. such important things. So, Ron, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I know we're going to hear more about these two bills in the days ahead. We hope we hear that uh, they are put to uh, bed, bed um, due to an election. It's, it's sad to have to hope for an election just to end some wicked legislation, but But you know, um, these things must not pass because our country uh, is already moving so drastically and so rapidly towards a police state. And if this prime minister has his way uh, and is able to make illegal the free speech of the average Canadian citizen, we will find ourselves in a police state. more, more uh, dramatic and dreadful than we already have experienced.
1: Well, I, I want just repeat, you know, the quip "God answers an email." I, I want to ask our viewers to, to get on your and let's you and I, to set them an example. Let's us agree in prayer regarding our appeal to God on this. Avinu yeah. our Father, our King. Rod and I agree together, and we know that there are hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of viewers of this program, who will agree with us. But we want to agree regarding what we would ask of you, because your word says, if two of you shall agree on earth as concerning anything that you would ask, in the name of Jesus, that it will be done. So. Father, here is our appeal. Please protect our beloved nation from this wicked legislation, Bill C-10 and Bill C-36. And Father, we know the minds of the radical leftists who are now driving our country into the ditch. They will not stop at this. They will try again and again. And we look to you, Father, as our defense. We pray that you will prohibit them from doing the wicked things that are destroying the nation in which the founders declared that you would have dominion from sea to sea. This is our appeal. All of our hope is in you, Father and we know that our hope is well placed when it is in you. We give you thanks and praise for what we believe you will do on our behalf because we ask it in the name of our risen Lord and ever-living Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus the Messiah, amen.
0: Amen, amen. Well, Ron, thank you once again for... Uh, joining us uh, on very, very short notice. We appreciate you so much, and uh, we look forward to speaking with you again. And all those uh, listeners uh, who are following this conversation, we hope you'll join us again next week for another edition of CHP Talks. Thank you all. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.